4: Understand this correctly? That Arkansas had two defensive backs complaining about being held on Saturday night? Is that what happened there? Wow. Wow. That's where you're starting, huh? All right. Yes. It's not all gloom and doom, though. It's not all gloom and doom. There's always a ray of optimism, Zach, as you well know. Mm-hmm. Arkansas is still mathematically alive to win the SEC West. <laughs> Okay. They are still they they have a chance. There's five different things that have to happen, but they could happen, right? They're all mathematically
5: alive to win the division. They everything is still in front of them. They don't control their own destiny, but
4: yes, it's all right there. How about that? And no one controls destiny. It's it's destined to happen. Control your fate. Anyway, welcome in, Ruskin and Zach. Seems to me we have a few things to discuss today. No? One or two? <laughs> the first time Sam Pittman embarrassed the state of Arkansas. It finally, it finally happened. I mean, it was bound to happen at some point. It, it always does. Um, but this was the first time. This was the first time. Losing to Liberty when you were a two-touchdown home favorite and um, your offense can't figure out a simple... Um, a simple uh, stunt for basically 50 minutes of the of the football game. Unbe- and you're the offensive line guy. Is the other part about this? I was incredibly disappointed with the play of the five guys up front. I thought they. Uh, I didn't think Arkansas deserved to win. If they had come back and gotten the two point thing and gone to overtime, it would have been a very difficult um, thing to discuss because all of you would say, "Hey, they won. Who cares?" And I'd be here saying, "Yeah, but they didn't deserve to win." And you'd be like, hey, he won- they won? Who cares? So in that regard, it's a good thing that they lost because they didn't deserve to win the football game. And sometimes you don't learn a lesson when you win, even if you play like crap for, you know, 50, 55 minutes. Oh, so they played like crap. They got beat. I mean, they just got beat. And they got beat in a, in a number
5: of different areas. And, you know, I went back and I watched the game yesterday. I watched large chunks of it. And, you know, you talk about embarrassing the state of Arkansas. They lost a the football game. But the more and more I watched Liberty, the more and more you're just like, man, they're good. They're they're sneaky good. They're not they're not overwhelming in any way, any way shape or form, but they're good. And you know, we talked about it on the the, the post game show. You got to stop reading the front of the jersey. They got a lot of transfers, guys who were at other places that are good football players and Arkansas
4: was not ready for them. If you no there's 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 a whole other element right there about how Arkansas no-showed on game prep last week and it showed up in the football game, including the quarterback not doing any work with the receivers apparently. And um, that seems to be a bit important when you get into a game and the quarterback is going really? to play the whole because time. Because the guy who uh, lit them up didn't practice
5: all week. He had the flu. The guy, I mean, the guy from, uh, I mean, he said it in the post game afterwards. I mean, that guy didn't play. He didn't practice all week. He had the flu all week. Didn't practice. KJ was there. He didn't throw a ton, but you could tell just on the first throw. If you go back and just watch the first play, the first pass he tries, his mechanics were off. You could tell he wasn't comfortable. And you know he's got the you know he, he had the the shoulder injury and if that's what it was and we didn't know and look I started getting texts at like one o'clock asking if KJ was going to play I didn't realize that rumor was going around that there was a bunch of that stuff before the game and I texted Hutch and you know Hutch said no he, he's out there he's going he looks like he's good to go but you could tell he was just off he there was something in his he had a hitch in his giddy up and he wasn't the normal KJ but yeah I mean the, it, offensively. They had they struggled with the uh, with Liberty's defensive line. They were shooting gaps. And look, I don't I don't care if you're Johnny Unitas back there. If there are guys in your face, you're not going to look good. And for 45 minutes of that game, they really looked. They they struggled. And they struggled with simple concepts that uh, that Pittman said in the pregame that they've worked on all week. Yeah, and, and we're I mean, supposed to believe that? Yeah, well, twists, stunts. They were looping linebackers. I don't around believe
4: reads. anything that comes out of that place anymore. Nothing, because it, it's all hollow now. You're talking about. Uh, out, I mean, they're talking about selling this and Heisman and 10 wins. It's all bull crap. So I'm, forgive me if I'm not willing to believe that they were doing things you worked on all week and you just couldn't handle it. I don't buy that. This coaching staff did not have the offense ready to go at all during that football game. Now, Barry Odom in the defense, it was a pretty good performance. 21 points, zero in the second half. They did their job. They did. They did their job. They figured out something in the second half. I don't know what the offensive coaches were doing at halftime, but the the defensive coaches were doing something there.
5: I mean, Liberty had some some moments there, but, I mean, in the modern game, if you score 21 points, you should win.
4: Or if you give up 21 points, you should
5: win. You should win. Uh, Arkansas's offense just didn't get on track. It took them, what, I mean, when did they finally get it going? Nine
4: minutes to go in the fourth quarter? Here's what's going on with Arkansas's offense. Number one, they're too KJ-centric. I mean, the entire emotional state of everything revolves around him playing well And that's a problem. Number two, when KJ is well, he doesn't have any go-to receivers. Who on third and six do you feel 100,000% confidence in throwing the ball to? Hazelwood? Nope. Landers? Nope. Knox? Nope. Jackson? Nope. The most reliable guy is is Rocket Sanders, Mm. and he's not a receiver. So you've got this kind of one-dimension element that you've got going on here with the offense because you don't really, we're we're 10 games, nine games into this and KJ doesn't trust his receivers. And the reason he doesn't trust his receivers is because some of them aren't very good. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff to unpack here. It's not just, well, um, we didn't, you know, Liberty was uh, running a bunch of line games and and they got beat. There's a lot of stuff going on that's Arkansas related, not just Liberty related uh, in the, um, in the build-up to a two-point loss, delivery. This was the first
5: time you looked and you went, "Wow!" I mean, this is the first time. This is the first really bad outing where you're just like, "There's no excuse why you played poorly." It was embarrassing. Yes. Okay. Uh, they lost the football game, but the, I think the questions are now starting to run a lot deeper. They missed on a lot of evaluations. The you know Hazelwood and and Landers, you point them out. I, they they have not they have not played to expectations. The offensive line, look, going into the ball game. If you believe the PFF grades, that was the highest-rated offensive line in the country. They did not adjust. Cody Kennedy, nope. Sam Pittman did not adjust to whatever whatever games they were playing. And look, their, Liberty's defensive game plan was really, really good. I'd love to I'd love to get Matt Jones' thought on this because what they were doing was they're simply looping linebackers. They were slanting strong, looping a linebacker around. They were taking the the zone read away from KJ. Not that he would have run it anyway, but they were taking it away. And when they were getting penetration, I mean, 14 tackles for loss that's a that's an extremely an extraordinarily high number uh, of TFLs for one game especially for a non-group of or a non-power five football team and to get beat up front like that repeatedly there's just not an excuse for it And look they know it they, they'll be I mean if they're not laser focused this week there's a problem. Mm-hmm. there's a really big problem mm-hmm. if they if you look you may not beat LSU but if you don't get an A plus effort this week something's wrong. Because they got that offensive line got whipped, mm. and we hadn't seen that since last year at Georgia. I mean, Georgia overwhelmed them last year, but this was this—they were better. They were better up front schematically than than Arkansas was, and Arkansas had no answer for it. Make sure to use promo code BLEAV, That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your rewards. Bet
1: online where the game starts. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
4: It's a mixed bag, right? Like, you're excited about basketball, but you're still pissed off at the football team for uh, losing to Liberty on a, on Saturday afternoon, so we understand it. A lot going on here. Uh, by the way, they have um, um, today, and you may get to this in the news, but um, Slusher and Brown are not going to play this week, at least, uh, yeah. according to Sam Pittman today, so there's an update on uh, those two getting into a bit of a uh, legal issue on yeah, Saturday they, they night were, was, the game. Did
5: you read the uh, the police report? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's some sort of commotion in which uh, Anthony Brown was involved, and I guess Slusher went to assist, and Grab put hands on an officer, and you know uh, that's, and that's, that's illegal. Contact. Get, that's 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 not good. And you know, I started getting texts about that Sunday morning. You know what? I mean, it's, it's not the first time college kids have gotten in a fight. It's it was just a bad look. a Couple hours well, after after the game.
4: It's just a well, bad look. There's two things here. Uh, number one, uh, are the optics bad? Yes. Horrible. Horrible optics. After a loss, two of your uh, main guys get arrested on Dixon Street. Horrible optics, number one. Number two, is it a total indictment on the leadership of the head coach? No. No, it's not. It's not. It's it's two things here. It's not great, but it doesn't mean that you know anybody's lost anything or anything like that. Now, if they come out and play like crap in the first half against LSU – this sucker is over, over. The checkout will be quite high. I am expecting somebody to get out there with their hair on fire in the first half against LSU a week after you didn't get out there with your hair on fire mm. against Liberty. Somebody better start making some plays out there because if they come out flat a week after they come out flat, Zach, this is no, a very I, troubling I, indication. I, I
5: agree. And and this is where you—I mean, you're going to your seniors and saying, guys, is this how we want to go out? And some of them may say, very well, say, "Yeah, this is this is it. I'm done." Who are your leaders? This is when you find out who your leaders are. Last year, you had exceptional, superior senior leadership. This year, not as much. Who are you? I mean, who's the guy they look to on offense? It's KJ, right? Not the most vocal guy. Defensively, who are your leaders? Should be Bumper Pool. You know, and I think he's out there giving everything he's got. That dude is banged up, but he rolls out there every week and gives you everything he's got and you know and, and your coaches can only get you so far they don't play in between the white lines guys have guys just simply have to take it on on themselves and say okay this is this is time and we got to go and look lsu is a quality opponent but i have absolutely no doubt that they are it's going to take them till tuesday afternoon to come down off what happened last saturday you've got an opportunity to jump on a team that is riding an incredible high right now but if you let them go and let the and you come out slow again They'll jump on you and they'll put it away quick. And then, you know, then you're into, you know, we could lose three, maybe four in a row.
3: Mm.
5: Yeah. This this is an opportunity and, and they should, you're getting a top 10 team in your backyard.
4: Yeah. Uh, Kevin and Prairie Grove, Dixon Street, it'll get you. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah, anyone selling those t shirts? That seems like a great money making uh mm-hmm. you know, one of those little um those little uh, apparel shops down there on the square. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good little uh, item for the holidays, I would think, right? Depends or are we gonna pretend problem. like no one gets in trouble on Dixon? <laughs> Is that what we're gonna do? Because it's Fayetteville and we don't wanna DQ, you ever been in accentuate trouble on the Dixon? negative. What? You ever seen Trouble on Dixon?
6: No, actually. I
5: mean, J.W. got My experience yeah, sleep He fell asleep safe. in front of a fire engine. That's yeah. right. yes, he did. Yeah.
6: I think the guy, the hot dog stand should sell those shirts.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
6: Anything to support him.
4: Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, I like the hot dog guy. Seems like a good guy. Um, He's had some um, some arrogant uh, Razorbacks of the past upset his yeah. uh, his business there. He has? So. He
6: would know all about it. <laughs>
4: Just a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see here. Lots of text coming in here. I don't know where to begin. There's so many uh, everybody's, comments. On everybody's everything. frustrated.
5: Again, if if I gave you blind resumes and just said Team A beat Team B, you'd go, "Okay, yeah, I get it." No, but because of the names that are attached I, to them, you're like, "No, that should let, never happen."
4: Let me let me let's let's let me sum it up. Let's sum it up. All right, let's sum it up. Saturday told us all that. In year three of building a roster, Arkansas is not as far along as everybody thought they were. Is that a fair assessment of the situation? that's fair. I mean, if you can't kick the crap out of Liberty, your roster, your 22 across are not as good as you told us that they were or that you thought that they were. So that's the deal. Now... Again, I, I want to re- repeat this because it's it's going to get lost in the, in the wash here. That the defense played a pretty good game. They did. If you give up twenty one and a team is scoreless in one half of football, mm-hmm. you should win. That's the other frustrating part about all this, Zach. And you talk about the talent and everything, but half the team did their job on Saturday. Yeah, they did. The yeah. other half
5: didn't. I mean, you, some of it was the shock factor at halftime. You're down twenty one to three to 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 Liberty, but. In the second half, Barry Odom and his stop troops got things figured out, and they again. If you go two quarters in the second half, you give up 21 points total. You expect to win the football game. The offense just, for whatever reason, was off and could I, not block that front four.
4: Now, let me uh, let me give some reprieve for these coaches for a moment, all right? Because is it the coaches? Is it or is it us? And let me explain by that. You've talked about looking at the front of the jersey Mm -hmm. for the better part of an hour here, and you talked about it on Saturday. This is a symptom that has gone on across sports, across coaches, for, I've been doing this 16 years, and, 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 and a fan longer than that, and I've seen this happen. Is it just impossible to not focus on that when you're the only thing that anybody cares about in the state, really. And at everywhere you go, people are clapping when you walk into mm-hmm, buildings, yep, wanting to yep. shake your hand. Yep. Like, because you're the only thing in this state, and this is all we have, you get this inflated sense of importance that mm-hmm. it is really easy for anybody to go, liberty, please. Is it, is it just a symptom of where we are? <laughs> that it's never going to be cured? It's, it's possible. It's very, very possible, but you have to have,
5: in football terms, you have to have 85 like-minded individuals. Everybody on scholarship has to be focused. Take a guy, and we're going 30 years back, but take Mike Tyson when he was at the uh, the height. He was fighting tomato cans, and he knew that when he walked into that ring, that, that before one punch was ever thrown, it was over. Except that one night. That one night, there was somebody who said, no, not tonight. And they have got to get – I mean, Georgia this year struggled with Kent State. They they struggled with Missouri. It can happen. But you have to have really strong leadership that's going to rally the guys that play between the white lines. Forget the guys with the headsets. The guys between the white lines say it's not happening today. Not here, not now. And I don't think they have that right now.
4: Mm -mm. They have a lot of guys that will give it lip service. But who's going to go out and do something about it? They have a lot You can talk it. They have a lot of paper leaders that lead when it's good. I don't know. I mean, when 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 it when the SpaghettiOs hit the fan, you know, seems like there's a lot of people looking for somebody else, and there's not anybody that I mean, who who do you trust? Mm-hmm. Who do you yeah. trust? And and who who has the the the, the chutzpah to yeah.
5: stand up and say, okay, I'm I'm the guy. You need, who are they going to follow? Right. People would follow Grant Morgan. Mm-hmm. Okay, that that was not a problem. People when Traylon Burke spoke,
4: people would follow him. Speak, I mean, he didn't speak. I mean, he didn't speak very much. Yeah, yeah. But but when he spoke, they listened. Right. Who is that guy now? I think some of this symptom because people always uh, when this happens, people always talk about, um, you know, Arkansas always loses one that they should win. That's that's what the mm-hmm. common tale is. Some of that's on us. Some of that is on us because these in these eighteen to 22, 23 year olds, regardless of the sport. They get so inflated by the fans because this is the only thing we have. And so you get all of the attention. And you, you know, you go to a grocery store, people want to want to meet you and take a picture with you. You go in a restaurant, people start clapping. Like this human beings aren't equipped to handle this sort of fame all of the time. Some are, most aren't. And so part of the symptom of being the razorbacks and being. A player on a Razorback roster is you're always gonna think you're better than everybody else because that's how everybody treats you at every single turn that everywhere you go. So, of course, there's gonna be games where you slip up because every you think you're better than everybody else. That's the way it's always that's the way it is. And as far as I can tell, this is the way it's always going to be because we have seen this across coaching staff. Muscleman lost to Hofstra for crying out loud. So you can't, he's not even. Immune, not immune from this uh, from no. this uh, sy- syndrome or whatever it is.
3: Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com.
4: Nick Smith out tonight mm-hmm. with knee management. We're just making up medical terms now. We are. The freshman is going through right knee management.
5: Whatever that means. What
4: That's is what that? That's what it said. I don't I know, know what it
5: said. said. No, I read the same thing. That's what they put out. Yeah. What the hell does that mean? I don't know. Okay. I
4: don't know. So he's got a knee, in, a knee thing. Consider the source. Like, do,
5: yeah, do what my mom does. We got a thingy.
4: We're Don't not, we're five clicks. We're, we're not even five. We're two clicks away from upper and lower, lower body injuries being the injury updates. He's we under get over there. lower body management. That's right. He's under lower. Aren't we all? Hey, <laughs> now. Me too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So, uh, we were talking about this before the break and you can join us here. We're it's a Monday. We're reacting to, uh, the football, uh, you know, uh, loss on Saturday, at Liberty, 21, 19 basketball, opening the regular season tonight. The women are in Pine Bluff. The men are in Fayetteville. Um, There is um, a lot, and, and, you know, well, I don't know if it's a lot, but the media, like everybody else, is very sensitive. And when you start to pick on how the media does its job, they fight back. And we get to see them fight back now because of social media, okay? Mm -hmm. So you start, uh, you know, talking about reporters, and then they start to, hey, you know, you don't know what it's like in here, whatever it is. I think people have this expectation that they want to see like Sarah Sanders versus Jim Acosta right. in there, where they're just screaming at each other in a press conference, and that's not how this, this is, is ever a, this going is to not work.
5: Forensics class. <laughs> this is not a debate. That's right. I mean, yeah, and 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 I know but we're talking the, we're talking about a very small group of people who don't understand how this job works. Those people in that room, you get one question, and I'm telling you that is it is policed. It is they they do. It is very closely watched who does what and how they do it. Absolutely. And they have come out this year and told members of the media, you can do this. You can't do this. Right. So everybody has to sort of toe the line because, at the end of the day, it's well, their game. Well, let let me,
4: um, uh, you know, unlike uh, other people, I think I have a little bit more insight on um, how the uh, media relations department works over there given um, what has happened this year. So, um, Nobody wants to be the next me. No. That's what that's what this boils down to. Now, people are wanting these, like, gotcha, like, Geraldo Rivera questions mm. asked. Here's the trick of the job, is you have to package the difficult question in a way where they will actually answer, answer it. it. You have to do it if with If you come smile. out guns blazing, right. more often than not, you're going to get shot down or they'll pivot to something they want to talk about. What you have to do is package the question in a way where it will it is a difficult question, but they have to they're stuck. They have to answer it. Yeah, you can't it. That's what you, have you to do. can't
5: say something like, Hey dummy, why didn't Malik Hornsby pull it? That's right. You can't do that. Yeah. Because number one, like you said, they they will pivot to something else right away. And then you'll never be called on to ask a question That's again. Right. And then you are just sort of sitting there along for the ride if right. you're allowed back in. You That's just can't right, do yeah. that. That's
4: right. Yeah, yeah. They have really um they have really taken in the last couple of years. Well, under Pittman, you know, media relations used to be fairly reasonable. Really reasonable, actually. And under Pittman, I've never seen this with Petrino, with Bielema, but under Pittman, they have really taken a sort of um state run media yes. approach, whereas you are a um um you are either uh, towing our company line or you are a um um i I can't remember what the word is now
5: you you're an outsider if you don't and it will become your job will become a lot more difficult you will and they do it by giving giving you less access than you already have yeah and that's that that's how it's going to work look it's their game. You can play their game or not. Right. It's, that's it. Yes. And that's I mean, that's what it comes down to. And I, I was just I poor Hutch. I mean, he is going at it with people on, on Twitter. And and I, I just I hope everybody understands this is not like you said, this is not a White House press conference. You got a very limited no. amount of time. You're not going to get into a back and forth with whatever well, coach you're
4: interviewing. You also don't get to speak with him every or someone over there every single day. Exactly. So that's another uh but Another it's not—it's
5: not like you can ask a question, and then immediately go, "Well, what about that?" That's not the way it works. But, yeah. That's not the way the press conferences are run.
4: Yeah, but it's—you um, know—if you, know, you are—if you are a subversive um, uh, voice, then you are silenced. Yes, and that's the way it works yeah. at the University yeah. of Arkansas. Dol- it, Dolphins guy asked We it. want groupthink, and we want you to think the way we want you to think, and if you don't. You are a subversive, and we do not want you around this.
5: Dolphins guy, do they do this because Pittman is a first time head coach? No, this is the way it is being done almost across the country. That's the right. idea of getting a one on one with a coach they, might happen during the preseason, but you're not going to be able to just rapid fire questions that you got off a message board at him.
4: Now, this will never, now, to speak a little bit about um, access and all this stuff, I'm going to tell you a tale out of school. They will never admit this. I know this is true. All right. The university thought they had enough stroke to get me taken off the air. And they requested it. They are like, we'll get him off the air. Make him do something else. That's So that's the kind of mindset you're dealing with when you talk about the hubris and the arrogance. Is they thought they could call the manager of a radio station or a group of a radio station and say, we'll just take that guy off the air. And then he was going to do it. That's the arrogance you're dealing with here. That's what we're talking about here mm. with the you better think the way and say the way we want you to say or we're going to do something about it. So that's what you're dealing with there, all right. So when you talk about people wanting to, um, you know, you know, grill people and, and 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 talk about all this sort of stuff, you got to remember the environment, and the environment ain't great. Well, you no were, one wants to be the next me, and, well, get, and you, you be you ostracized. You weren't first.
5: There was somebody who posted something that Sam Pittman did not like yeah. over a year ago, yeah. and that person was summarily removed from their job, and get and and moved somewhere else. That's right, because. They, yeah. they did not like it yes. and it's just you're not gonna get guys we I don't care how many tough questions they do ask the questions that you want you're just not getting the answers
4: that you want right that's right
5: and again if Hutch is in there asking a question he's trying to he's writing a story okay he's got to get quotes for a story he knows what he needs to ask to finish his story he's not in there
4: asking questions for you He's in there asking questions what? so that he can finish his story. But you're dealing. You, you got to remember when you're when you're saying, "Well, they need to be, uh, you know, they need to be tougher." You're, you you got to remember you're dealing with a place that has enough arrogance and hubris to think they could call my boss and get me off the radio, and that they were going to do it. That's what they thought. Turns out they thought wrong. But just just the 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 the, the gall to think you can tell an independent business how to run their business is. This, this that's a dangerous road I don't think we want to go down when we're talking about a uh, a, a a state university dictating mm-hmm. how a private yeah. business operates but that's what they tried to do and I probably shouldn't tell you any of this but i don't care <laughs> i mean it's the truth so I've never lied to you about much before and, and and
5: to be honest they're not alone the, this is this is the way college athletics is run now um yeah. you are again you're playing you're playing ball in their court and they but, can at any moment take their ball and go home
4: i will i will also say this that focusing on blaming the media, it, my, one of my favorite illustrations for probably my favorite movie, now that I've given it some time to think about it, Apollo 13. Hey, we can go bouncing off the wall about Hutch for 10 minutes, but we're going to get right back here with the same problem, which is quarterback that's more hurt than they're telling us, not going through a week of practice, and it shows in the game. When a quarterback's on the field, ride receivers he doesn't trust, an offensive line has been overrated at times, um, you know and and you know and a defense that's had some issues although last week they they played uh, pretty well particularly in the second half so we can we can talk about mm. blaming all this periphery stuff but you you got the same problems which is that uh, this is a 6-7 win football team and also
5: and, and i mean this started with the florida hat situation where you know there's a there's a reporter in that there that was a long long but, time but ago but
4: it starts there well, what the, happened and the station caved
5: pressure applied yep. and the station caved so mm-hmm. This station, by yeah. the way, but under different ownership. Under different but this ownership. station, right. yeah, this right, right. station. Came. I mean, they have a history of doing this. No, and, and they just the back to the original point, which is the reporters just can't go in their guns hey, blazing and saying, "Hey, I, I'm going to ask every absurd question that a message board wants me
4: to." I can, I could, I could talk for hours about uh, suppression and uh, and and controlling and all this sorts of stuff. Believe me, I I am now an expert on when the machine turns on someone. Let me tell you, all right. So. We could do that if you want to, but I don't think that's going to make your football team any better as they try and get ready to take on LSU.
3: You're listening to the Ruskin and Zach podcast, brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. Here to help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs. Call Joey and his team at 479-312-7369 or check them out online at unitedrw.com.
4: We got a text here. Uh, We do have DQs. I have thoughts on that Um, The topic today, field storming. So we will get to that here in about 15, 20 minutes or so on the program. I do have a text here from the 870. Have Mm -hmm. y'all discussed the long-term plan for football coaching staff? Arkansas has been out coached a lot this year. Also got to schedule more true cupcakes. The SEC is hard enough. I love Sam, and he's done a remarkable job pulling the cart out of the ditch. But there are issues. Okay, there's been changes with the assistants every year. So I assume that there will be changes with the staff yep. this year, because there always is. This is a prediction. I think Kendall Browse is going to leave. That's what I think. I think that he is uh, he is tired of having to um you know with Pittman and it seems like he gets blamed for a lot of stuff here, and maybe that's fair, maybe that's not fair. I don't know what their Well, Saturday was, was fair. Yeah, but I I think he's going to leave. He also like you're breaking in a new quarterback next year. Maybe. Maybe. So, um, I think he's going to leave. And, okay. you know, maybe this time he does take the Miami job because he didn't take it last time You around. don't
5: want that Miami job right now. Man, that is rough I, down no, there. They got
4: worked by Florida right. State. Right. But coordinators are a tricky deal because you have to stay there and be good, but you can't stay too long because you get found out. So, it's a tricky d- dance. It's, Kendall Browse hasn't really stayed anywhere for a long time. Um, well, he
5: just, didn't he just sign a new deal?
4: Yeah, but I mean,
5: I mean, if I'm sure, if there was an opportunity to become a head coach or a, another Power Five OC job, he would consider it. I'm not saying he would, but I, I mean, if KJ's back next year, I mean, I don't and, know why you wouldn't try it one more
4: time. And and I will say this: if Sam, if Samuel Pittman is going to replace his offensive coordinator with Jim Cheney, I am done. I am I done I at that point. I, don't I am out. I think that's a thing. I am out on the Pittman deal because I know they're friends. And I know it when you get comfortable and get the big deal, it's real easy to think you can wield the power. If he were to replace Kendall, and I'm not saying this is going to happen, I'm just throwing it out there if it does. If he were to replace Kendall Bryant with Jim Cheney, I quit. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with Sam Pittman. Okay. I'm done with him. All right. All right. Here's the text of the 479. Um,
5: oh, shoot. I just lost it. Oh, that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. Is KJ entering the portal? Why would he be breaking in a new quarterback? Look, KJ's been here for a while. Oh. You get to be a senior quarterback with three years of experience. People are going to – you've been a three-year starter. People are going to ask, why didn't you leave earlier? <laughs> he may leave for the for the NFL. Right or wrong, he may yeah. leave for the NFL. Yeah. It's a possibility.
4: Yeah. Absolutely. I also listen to uh, some college football people that think mm-hmm. that every quarterback should transfer once. Just to like you know experience, like experience yeah. something else, experience
5: yeah. a different uh, yeah. different system. Look, I don't know. There are players that I, I I can think of one school in particular who would be looking for a graduate transfer quarterback. And you know they're in the in the NIL world in the transfer portal world. What's to stop somebody from reaching out during the off and saying, "Hey, dude, yeah. you know we got a spot for
4: you." No, yeah. and here's what we're offering mm-hmm. besides the spot.
5: No. Right. I mean that that's that's a legitimate thing. No. I think he's I think when he's healthy, he's a very good quarterback. Do I think he's elite? No. no. Do I think he's a first day, you know, a first round pick? Absolutely not. Do I think he's a second day? Maybe. Definitely a third day. At his size, with his arm, he's a project quarterback. I mean, look at Felipe Franks now. I mean, he's in the NFL as a tight end. I mean, he's playing he's playing for the Falcons. He's still in the quarterback room, but he's playing at the tight end spot. That you can use that frame at the
4: next level. Drew is in Fayetteville. Go ahead, Drew.
7: Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, yeah. man. Uh, the last couple, uh, last couple points from callers and textures is kind of what's been hitting me. Uh, I think the tough non-conference schedule has made it very tough for them to evaluate players. Um, since I can remember, I think it's the toughest non-conference schedule that we've had mm-hmm. in 20 years. Um, I mean, whenever, whenever you see McAdoo out there running around and you can tell just by the eye test that that kid can play. I mean, also, too, if you're going to wear that many armbands, you got to be able to play and back it up <laughs> a little bit. But just that swagger, you know, just the way the kid, you know, presented himself, you could tell that he wanted to play. He, he's ready. I'm, I'd throw the ball over here. And as we talk about K.J. being beat up, I mean, how is Rocket Sanders not beat up? Um, and, and we bring in AJ green and the guy runs for 80 yards and then he disappears. You know, I think, I think that's something that they've really struggled with is, is giving these guys breaks because the schedule has been so tough. You know, you don't have Stanford where you can run McAdoo out there and really see what he's got. So I think that's, that's really hurt them a lot is not being able to get these kids out there and really see what they can do when the lights are on and like, like bumper pull. I mean. Poop Paul that kid is is running around hungry, ready to make plays. Like, Bumper Pool's got six years of SEC on his body. Like, these guys are beat up, and we need to get these young kids in there and see really what they got. And that's that's just kind of where I'm at, man. It's football. The Packers lost. The Bills lost. <laughs> Like, it's football. Yeah. We're going to lose games in Arkansas. Like, it's going to happen. But whenever you see things like this, like, what are we building towards? Like, where where, where kind of are we going? And that's my biggest disappointment is I want to see more guys out there running around making plays. I know what these other guys can do, but Rockets got to be hurting. I'd love to see A.J. Green out there running around so he doesn't transfer. You know, as you guys are talking about this transfer portal, you know, what's to say half of these kids that aren't getting on the field like the Binion, like A.J. Green, where they can go and play somewhere. You know, I don't want to see the roster fall apart.
4: It's a very, it's a very tricky way that you, you're right, Drew, that you have to manage your team mm-hmm. now in this, um, in, in this uh, transfer portal era because this has to factor in at some point when you're planning during the week. Not so much, I don't think, during the actual down in and down out of the game, Zach. But at some point, you got to think about who's touching Jeff, the ball because no, you, you got to keep you, people you, happy. You do,
5: and and I'll, I'll disagree with him for on one point. Which was that the schedule has been too difficult to do evaluations. I think it's been very helpful. You know who can't play at the
4: at the highest level. You you know you
5: you got a pretty good idea. You know who has
4: to go if you're going to compete with Alabama. And you know who not to re-recruit if they do enter the portal. Exactly. I
5: I totally disagree with that. Yeah, putting you know if you're playing you know roast beef Tech and you've got your threes in, that's fine. You got guys out there playing blah 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 blah. I'd rather play quality opponents and know who I can count on and who who is good enough. At the highest level to play, and then go get more guys to replace the ones that can't. That's the way Nick Saban does it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is a cut. Look, it, if the kids are going to be free to, to to come and go, the coaches have to adopt the mentality that Saban's had for years, which is if you're not good enough, you're not going to be here. And I'm and Saban's making the call on that. There are schools out there that hey man, if we offer you a scholarship, it's a four year deal for us. We're we're beholden to it. Saban doesn't, he doesn't do it that way. Saban goes out and like, man. By year, you know, if you're not in the top three, if you're on the depth chart by year two, you're out. Mm -hmm. We're gonna find somebody who can. This is not a, you know, this is not a free ride. This is not a free education all the way through. There's a point at which you have to deliver, and you know, it's a hard thing. But the portal's got to swing both ways. It's got to work for the
4: coaches too. All right, Uh, here to uh, bathe in your Razorback tears, Brian in Ozark is on the phone. Yes, Brian.
1: What's
4: up, guys? Hey. Uh, Hello. <laughs> I
7: know you're going to, but my first comment is. Uh...
4: All right. Nah, we lost him. Is he on the oil rig I calling in? Like, is that what happened that out there? in the Gulf? I don't know. What's going on there? Hey, Connection stinks. All right. Your drive home is uh, powered by Mr. Sparky. Uh, yes. Uh, Zach roast beef tech has the meats. So you got to, uh, you got to consider that. Thank you. Thing. you know what I mean you, you, you know what I mean they have the mates that's pretty good oh man okay uh let's see here what else do we want to discuss here I don't a hmm. lot of stuff a lot of stuff going on here what did this guy say how often does the play calling of Bryles waste a possession we have to have the fastest three and out rate in the nation you know this was a problem in year one Mm-hmm. And Pittman kind of called him out publicly on it, and then it wasn't a problem anymore. But it's sort of uh, well, crept not, back in with these they're, 45-second they're, possessions. They're not executing very well, especially Saturday.
5: And again, I, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, they're racing up and down the field. They're putting 48 points on the board. They're putting, you know, fifty when they put up at BYU?
4: 50? Something like yeah. that. I mean, it worked there. Yeah, that, that's, the, that's the thing that's, that's tricky to figure out. I said on th- from this chair, following the Auburn game, that it looked like Kendall Bryles has everything at his fingertips and knows exactly how to use everything. And then Saturday happened, and that did not look like that was the case at all. But, man, those two games, though, BYU and Auburn, it looked like they, they knew exactly how to like maneuver and, and make the whole they, thing they work. They were also able to block them. Yeah. And, and it
5: all they starts, block it all all starts all there, man. It doesn't matter what you call if you can't block them. That's what
4: I'm saying. That's why I keep talking about the embarrassing word mm-hmm. because, like, if you're an offensive lineman in the SEC and Liberty is working mm-hmm. you, that's embarrassing. Like, that has to be. I I, I talked to my old coach uh, on Sunday, uh,
5: and I, I was like, Coach, you know, if you can't block them, what do you do? And You get away from them. If you can't is, block them, you get away from them. That's, that's hitch, the guy that... that called you a, uh, a yes, name after yes, you threw he, a touchdown he asked, pass. He, he asked me if I, I, I struggled learning. Uh yes yes that's him he actually grabbed me by my face mask and and told me that yeah. but no I mean the point is if you can't block them you get the ball away from them that's hitches that's screens you slow them down if you know if you can run screens you know what, how whatever whether it's bubbles or or whatever you get the ball away from the line of scrimmage that slows down the pass rush that slows down your penetration you get the ball away from the line of scrimmage they didn't do that. They were constantly trying to go right at him. And look, Liberty's pretty good against the run. And then they were running, you know, their long developing pass plays. The RPO game was there all day, and they had some drops, but they they never stuck with it. You know, it was you know, it would get to third and seven, and KJ would take the snap, and he's hanging in the pocket, and waiting, wait, waiting. When on first down, a quick RPO slant is probably going to get you seven or eight yards. You now win first down, then win second down, and then if you have to go win third down. I mean, don't make this more complicated than it has to be. And they didn't. They really, really struggled with that front four. And if you can't block them, I don't care what you call. It just doesn't work. Yeah.
4: All right. Your drive home on Ruskin and Zach is powered by Mr. Sparky. 866-285-4005. I don't know what else we can cover here. Like, we've, uh, we've pretty much uh, hit it all, right? From, like, all the different angles and all the different talking points mm-hmm. and we even talked about the media not asking tough questions, if that was a thing worth pursuing. and We've got this pretty well uh, circled here, I think. I think so. All right. Nothing left to cover. Might as well head home soon. Okay. That's what I'd do. Well, that's that's what may happen here soon. we got basketball coming up at 6.30 here on ESPN Arkansas. The Razorbacks in North Dakota State. 7 o'clock-ish tip from the Basketball Palace of Mid-America. Game, uh, I think I saw, it was on SEC Network. It's on Plus. Oh, it's a Plus, okay. Yeah, with Brett Dolan and Manny Watkins, I believe. Right. Describing the pictures, like descriptions, and accounts on uh, your uh, smart TV your phone or whatever, the ESPN app. So, there you go. Alrighty, well, now is the time where something has popped up in the world, and DQ would like to say a few things about Ryan and Grove says, we need DQ more than ever. Well, there you go. So... She has thoughts on that. And with more, here is our own DQ. DQ.
6: Okay, so last weekend, another team beat Alabama, uh-huh. LSU, and they decided to storm the field. Right. And while beating Alabama is a big deal, I'm so sick of field storming. Whoa. Why? Wow. Because... It doesn't, mean, it doesn't mean anything anymore. Mm. Okay. Oh. So I have some numbers. Okay. Oh, you did research. Okay. All facts. Wow. No so better. in the year, in this 2021 season, uh-huh. there were over 25 field stormings in the season. Right. Okay. And just to like, for perspective, in 2018, there were 10. Mm. In 2019, there were 14. Mm. And of course, 2020, you couldn't storm the field. But- so, field storming is just increasing, and it doesn't mean anything anymore. And it's not like a Tennessee situation when they beat Alabama. They hadn't beat Alabama since 2006. LSU beat Al- Alabama in 2019.
5: Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Yes, That's their, that's their second they, storming this they, year.
6: Yeah, they yep. act as if they didn't win the national championship three seasons ago. And, and Alabama was only ranked sixth, and LSU, what, tenth?
5: Uh-huh. It's yeah. a top ten matchup,
6: yeah. Yeah, it was a top ten matchup. So it's not like LSU went into that game unranked. It's not like LSU didn't have a chance to win the game. And like I don't care that the excuse is, oh well you beat Alabama, so you should storm the field. Because Alabama is a is ranked tenth now.
4: Mm-hmm. This
5: is so the,
6: this Alabama is, isn't a normal Alabama team.
4: This is the worst Alabama team in 15 years. It is. It so is. And everybody's just getting their, yeah. hey, let's storm yeah, the field. You on you, you it. You All right, DQ, it. let
5: me ask you a question. Hmm. Let's say a team who going into a game might have been 5-3 and three, and it suffered some pretty bad losses mm-hmm. uh, knocks off the number four team in the country.
6: Are you talking home. about Arkansas?
5: I am not. This is a hypothetical okay. situation a team that struggled a little bit, runs for 263 yards and beats uh, the number four Clemson Tigers on a football Saturday night.
4: Again, it's just random did, did they storm the field?
5: Oh, yeah, Bay? they did. See, oh, wow. I don't
6: think, because Notre Dame is, like, even if they're bad this year, mm-hmm. they're a, uh, blue, blue a blue blood team. Okay. So that's just. It's little time. Oh. Storming Whoa, the field. Oh, wow. wow.
4: yes. Okay. All right. It's
6: small time. Okay. Like, you want to be big time? You
4: don't act big time. Don't storm the
6: field. That's I think exactly right. it doesn't mean anything. All people are wanting to do is like post photos on the football well, yes. field and, and on try, their social media.
4: And try and fight the players or yes, the coaches so see, on the field.
6: And now with players like pushing and shoving, it's dangerous. Yeah. So that's why, so, I mean, that's why the SEC is trying to cut back on it is because it's but, getting dangerous. Uh huh. Because people think that they can mouth off.
4: Yes.
5: And uh,
6: so players are going to start getting um, in fights. Fans are start going to get in fights. I'm,
4: I'm half kidding and half serious when I say this. In one of these opposing territories where you have, like, the visiting teams like state police mm-hmm. escorting people off the field, someone's going to draw the weapon one of these days. What's going to happen we,
5: we, we had a situation after the LSU game where one of the Bama staff was trying to get off right. the field and one of these, you know, frat bros – Decides he wants to bow up on one of these yeah. guys, and, and yeah. yeah, and security was there quickly. I'll give him credit for that. I
4: wish that uh, I, you know, maybe not get the weapon out, but can we? Can can the uh, can the state troopers get the billy club out and just start just start just whacking these people around? Here is the thing. Now I don't disagree with
5: you on anything. I had a problem with LSU storming the field against Ole Miss. I mean, it's Mississippi. Who cares? That was pretty weak. That was pretty That was pretty. That was just yeah. like an right.
6: excuse. They just want an excuse to step on the football field. Right.
5: Right. right. Beating Alabama. The way they did that one, I can see. That was that that was great theater.
6: Yeah, but the fact that they already used their once. No, 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 ones, no. I know, I yeah.
5: know, I know. I'm saying, I, if you take Mississippi out, the Alabama thing, I, I wouldn't have had a problem.
4: Yeah, if it had just been Alabama right. and not the old Miss one, also, I, I think I'd have been okay now with the, that. The, I also think they should surround the field in barbed wire so no one can get on. <laughs> and electric fence. Like, last year oh, yeah. when.
6: Arkansas stormed the basketball court after beating Auburn. Like, that didn't make any sense to me either. Like, I know Auburn was what, like, the one or two Mm -hmm. at that point, but, like, Arkansas was also ranked. So they
4: were really good.
5: Yeah. It just
6: doesn't make any sense to me why, if you want to act like you're the best team in the country and, Uh like, you think that you want to be a blue blood team, you can't storm the field after a win. Let
5: me ask you this, and this is probably. again you're not you're not an LSU student let's do something a little bit more personal if Taylor Swift was on stage <laughs> would you storm the stage if you no. had the opportunity
6: no okay
4: okay No, <laughs> well, you're gonna stay in your seat and then and, and watch the show right yeah, yeah. okay DQ okay. not a fan
6: oh, so storming. I like I was a fan of the perspective of like, oh, yeah, you should make the universities pay. Like this is the only act of defiance that a college kid really has against the university is storming the field. But yeah. at some point, it's just getting to be too much. Hmm. So I'm anti-storm field storming now. <laughs> yeah. now
5: Grandma Perry Grove points out you did say for Arkansas to storm the field. Yeah. Because uh, they make the university. Yeah. Pay the so fine. see, that's it's okay. the
6: only way that like. So, you can do something and make the university pay right? without you having to pay.
4: So should um should Arkansas storm the field if they beat LSU on Saturday?
6: No. Okay.
4: But <laughs> it would make the university pay. But you know I what? Mean, yeah. you know what's going to happen if they do.
6: You think that if Arkansas beats LSU they'll storm the field?
4: I What's LSU rank now? 8. Uh well, six,
6: six? the
5: the college football playoff uh poll comes out tomorrow, but the AP has them 7th.
4: I think they'll do it. There's I top, think they'll do it.
5: That's an unranked ver- now. Yep. You, as the the czar of field storming, said unranked versus top ten, that's an I mean, automatic. It, it
4: qualifies. It does right. qualify. Now, I may have to give you the green light. Now, there was an unranked versus top
5: four uh, field storming and DQ poo-pooed that idea. Yeah.
4: But I think that there's like a Notre Dame corollary mm-hmm. where Notre Dame should just never storm yeah, the they field. You've have got a hundred years yeah. on everybody else. Yeah. yeah, except you should never storm the field. I
6: mean right? Arkansas beat LSU last year.
4: It's
5: a very and good the last point time
6: was in 2015. So it hasn't right. been 20 years You're since right. Arkansas You're right. has beaten LSU. Okay,
5: so if you beat Bama, no matter what happens, you should storm. And <laughs> I don't know. Okay, all right. I mean, you no, were— Not now.
6: You were four the last not time. Not this season. Okay. Because okay. Alabama is—I'm not going to say not good. Say it.
4: Say it. They I stink. mean, they Alabama's suck. not good. They should be seven and five this year. That's what they should be. They stink. They should have lost to Texas, should have lost to A&M, and they've lost two other times. So Now, here's another question on this. So this week, Alabama goes to Oxford. It, no, is is that the – yeah, that's this week. Yep. Yeah. Is Ole Miss going to storm the field if they beat Alabama? I'll tell you what. Because they did the Who last time. do we time. want to win that one? Do we I want to know. put
5: the vampire out of his misery?
4: You want Alabama to lose because it helps Arkansas stay alive in the race for the West. That's what you want to do. I think you want Alabama to win because it throws the West into chaos. No, but if you're Arkansas and mm-hmm. you want to keep stay mathematically alive to win the division, you need Ole yeah. Miss but to I'm, win. I'm I'm rooting for chaos theory. Okay, at this point. all right. Well, there you go. This podcast
5: has been presented by Bet
4: Online
0: for the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase; it's a culture, and the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
6: You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks, that's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel.